Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Coffee Christ Culture where what you believe religion and how you live culture shapes the world around you. I am your host, Epic, and today we have a special guest joining us, Michael Peterson Jr. Michael is gearing up for an exciting album release party on February 24th at Grace Bible Church in Hayward. Again, that is February 24th at Grace Bible Church in Hayward. The doors open at 6 p.m. and the event kicks off at 7 p.m. His album is titled Spirit and Truth. It is something you do not want to miss. But before we dive into all the details, let's get to know Michael a bit better. Michael, welcome to the show. First, we're going to go ahead and break the ice and I want him to tell us about today's coffee mug. Michael, tell us about your favorite mug. Hey, uh, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, so I have with me today, sorry to let down uh, your listeners, I uh, am no longer a daily coffee drinker, uh, but I'll switch teams to Team Black Tea. So I have with me uh, something that I have every day in the morning, waking up in my early mornings, going to work. I have a blue, uh, it's a dark blue uh, vacuum insulated stainless steel on the inside uh, with a leak proof lid on top contigo contigo travel mug and uh, love it this does wonders you know keeps the liquid hot for many many hours and uh, yeah I have this pretty much every day that is awesome um, you know what respect you know I'm a coffee coffee guy you're a tea guy but you know what I'm saying uh, we can we can still make this show work. It'll, it'll carry on. Nothing wrong with tea. For all you listeners out there drinking tea, it is okay. I also have a Contigo, and you're right. It is a phenomenal cup. So thank you for sharing that with us. Yes, sir. Um, I'm going to just dive into a Q&A with you. Uh, I just want this to be um, just just natural for our listeners uh, to kind of get to know a little bit about you and what you're, you're doing in the body. So let's talk about your journey into music. How did you get started and what inspired you to create this particular album uh, titled Spirit and Truth? Wow. Um, so my journey into music uh, began when I was very young. Um, I grew up, um, as a lot of people say, uh, born and raised in church, um, or at least going to church. And um, my family was a founding uh, family of a particular church where I grew up. Um, my hometown in Stockton, California, and I heard music every week, uh, particularly by my family. I have a lot of family members that either sing or play instruments. And as I um, grew up, it became just a natural thing for me to gravitate towards playing music. Um, I was kind of forced to sing when I was younger, but as I got <laughs> older and I enjoyed playing music, uh, playing drums and then piano, um, I discovered that singing was something that I could enjoy. And uh, by the time I got to high school, uh, I took a poetry class and I found out that I could write. Wow. And it was something that was a discovery of sorts because I realized that it was something that um, was a good outlet for me. And I didn't do too much with it until I got to college where I really needed some, some emotional support. Yeah. And so writing became an outlet for me while I was in college. Wow, that's heavy. I, yeah, I caught yeah. something you said in there. You said you were kind of forced. Is that was that yeah. your parents that kind of put uh, that on yeah. you, or? Well, so the church that I grew up in actually had probably somewhere around about eighty to eighty-five percent of my family as a part. You know, that were oh members of that church wow. uh, on my father's side. So it was very interesting because almost everybody that you know is related to you. 
But um, since I have so many singers and musicians in my family, yes, I was forced. <laughs> it was kind of like, yeah, you're going to sing, <laughs> whether you like it or not, you know. Hey, well, you know what? Um, Praise so. God, because uh, as you, it sounds like it's helped you cope with your journey along the way. And, and I see God using your singing and writing talents mightily. So uh, praise God for that. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, I want you to tell us more uh, about the album, the upcoming concert, the release party, any exciting details, surprises, giveaways our listeners should know about. Sure. Uh, Well, just to start off again, the album is entitled Spirit and Truth, and uh, that's based out of uh, the Gospel of John, chapter four, uh, verses 21 through 24. And that's where Jesus is really helping us to to understand um, what true worship is. And uh, so I I really wanted this uh, first album. This is my first uh, collection of songs that I'm releasing. I wanted my first album to be um, something that that conveys what Jesus means in that text. Wow. And uh, it really is, in a lot of ways, uh, sort of a a coming of age for me uh, in terms of um, the the artwork. Um, the craft of writing songs. I've been doing this for almost 15 years and I hadn't done anything with it up until 2020, the year 2020. And so now that I'm getting ready to release this album, this is just really big for me, uh, my local church, my family uh, that have been sort of expecting this to culminate into something. And this is my presentation of this for them. Um, A lot of songs that I have just sat with and prayed about and asked the Lord, what are you gonna do with this music? Now I get to present it to the world. And so really this album is an expression of my spiritual, my theological journey. Wow. Um, It's an expression of my musical journey. And um, I'm just really thankful for this opportunity to be able to show that um, you you don't have to pit uh, over and against each other good music with good theology. <laughs> you really Amen. don't. Man, you really don't. And Preach. I want to I be able to uh, to showcase that, uh, and hopefully, people can appreciate that. I am excited. Um, and if you listeners didn't catch that, I mean, that is incredible. Fifteen years of work. Um, yeah, and. You know, now we're getting to hear this in this album. I mean, if you think about all the just experience and the maturity that you've developed along the way, uh, not just musically, but theologically, that we're going to get to experience that. In this Absolutely. Album, right? Absolutely. Um, that yeah. is major. And I love how you are not pitting um, the quality of your music uh, against tradition or convictions because sometimes we kind of and we've discussed this before offline of you know if if it wasn't a hymn written in the reformation right uh, we can't (laughs) sing it Um, and we need to see believers using their talents their their abilities their skills to continue to produce music and that glorifies god absolutely there's so many things that um are very personal um in this experience of preparing to to release this because it's so much a part of my life and, and my journey that um, the very fact that I'm presenting this album is an attempt for me to um, hold together the tension that I've experienced for several years. Yes. Um, you know, I, I experienced uh, just a radical um, move of the Lord in my life, uh, personally through the gospel, opening up my eyes, you know, illuminating me to the truth of, of his word. And, um, 
it challenged me. It, it humbled me. It showed me that um, just doing religion um, is not going to cut it. Um, but it is about knowing Christ. And uh, as we've talked offline, you know, even more than that, it's about Christ knowing us. Yes. And the discovery that Christ knows us um, is mind blowing. And it should move you to worship. Right. Amen. It should move you to worship him uh, for who he is and what he's done uh, for, you know, for guilty sinners who don't deserve salvation. And so um, I want this experience to be something that is um, very special for my church family who has supported me uh, for all of these years as I have tinkered around and, you know, written songs and hymns and they have sung, <laughs> sung some of these songs and uh, have just been anticipating this. But what I'm also doing too is holding, um, holding to some of my roots from where I came. Um, so in, in a sense that this is why I talk about the tension. I am, seeking by God's grace to, um, to look back mm -hmm. and to see what God has done to redeem my past. Yes. Right. And I'm holding on to those things that can be redeemed, but I'm also looking forward to the future because the gospel has given me a hope, right. Wow. To look forward beyond where I came from and to show me that there was so much more, right. To know about Christ and his people, mm. you know, um, embracing the church and um, all that that means, including the history of where we have come from, you know, um, the the church historically, right? Um, just embracing all of that, the theology, the all of all of the the the, the sound doctrine and um, the exemplary, you know, practice that is you know been handed down to us, um, all of the the wonderful models of what it is to be committed to God, um, yes. you know, the hymns. The, the heritage of music that we sing, you know, all of that. Like I want, I want that to be this album to be an expression of all of that. So it's really important for me because I can, um, I can be evangelical with this, right? And I can also show um, unity um, in an authentic way, you know, through through this music and through the project. Just uh, the way that this project I think is gonna help people. Um, come into a space that's sort of a bridge. I think my music is really a bridge between um, where I've come from, which is um, heavily rooted in like, you know, traditional uh, gospel music yes, and uh, reformed theology, uh, the historic hymns of the faith, right? Yeah. Um, I'm merging that together and presenting something that's a little bit uh, distinct, I think. And so, yeah, we'll see how we'll see how people receive it. Well, I'm excited. I think a lot of people are looking to hear something like that. Right. Because I think, unfortunately, what happens is you get people like yourself who have had uh, these this amazing journey that God has brought you through. And mm -hmm. then once they, they finally um, get to this point, then they revert back and try to conform themselves to. Uh, a particular style or or type, right? Because right. in someone else's eyes, Christianity should look this way, right? But God did something unique through you that's not at odds with your faith, right? right? Uh, we want to hear what it looks like when God uh, redeems Michael Peterson Jr. out of Stockton, California, not when he tries to you know conform to what someone else is doing or someone else's vision of the church. So, right, um, and it just shows you. I mean, every tribe, tongue, nation uh, that ex that's going to be expressed differently. 
Uh, but at the same time, we're, we're not going to sacrifice doctrine or theology in the process, right? Absolutely. And uh, uh, some people are under the mind. And shot, I mean, I love sovereign grace. I love y'all. This is not this is uh, this is not a sleight of the hand. But some people think, oh, unless it's sovereign grace, so these are these are the only songs we can sing. These are the only songs that can be written. Unless right. it's right. out of this hymnal. And I love the fact that you're bringing something else to the table, and it's not at odds with what sovereign grace is doing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And in, in fact, you know, I'm I'm inspired by what they do, uh, but I'm hoping. That that my music inspires others who have not released music at least yet right yeah there are you know many people i believe that the lord has has gifted to write and every generation has songwriters and there should be still yet and still a generation to come of songwriters in our local churches and why why do we have to look to the radio or to <laughs> right mainstream right <laughs> culture and, and music the music industry uh, to look for the songs that is that we're going to sing as an expression of our local church absolutely right um it would be great for us to um to really uh, look inward to see where god has uh, raised up a new generation of songwriters so i'm hoping that this can just be this can just continue to add to the wonderful lineage and heritage of uh of music that we already have you know so Amen. yeah well said well said yeah. i'm gonna ask you another question um to follow up with that along your musical journey what are the top one or two resources that have been instrumental in your growth and development? Wow. Um, well, I can say that uh, there's one in particular that I'm thinking about, and uh, I'll just kind of preface it with this. As an independent songwriter, uh, singer, artist, uh, one of the challenges that we have is resources. And so yeah. um, thankfully, that there's a lot of technology that's available now uh, where you can do a lot of your work from home. You can have a very small budget and you can still produce quality music. Yeah. And so I did come across a wonderful platform um, and this is not a commercial for them. However, <laughs> <laughs> however, however, to um, answer your question, um, I came along a platform called Fiverr and it's a wonderful platform that I've actually used to pretty much get the entire album done and to wow. do it from a distance, working with people from all around the world. It's, uh, it's really amazing. And one of the things that I appreciate about it is it, it connects businesses with uh, freelancers um, and it allows them to provide digital services in a bunch of categories, hundreds of categories. And uh, so this was a way where I could cut the cost and the time to be able to get quality music production done um, wow. that I could freelance work when it comes to background singers, choirs, um, musicians, producers, and build a network of people that I could begin to work with. And now that I trust that I continue to work with even up to this day and plan to work with in the future. And uh, it's just been a wonderful grace of God because it's a struggle. <laughs> it's a real struggle for independent <laughs> artists to, to really, um, to really produce the high quality music that they want to produce yeah. and not break the bank. Yeah. It's a struggle. Well, that's major um, that you're sharing that with our listeners because I can guarantee you there's someone out there that has that same struggle and you just gave them uh, a nugget of wisdom. And uh, Absolutely. Fiverr, if you want to break uh, my boy off, uh, you know, <laughs> that's right. You can send a check over here. And we'll, we'll, we'll hand it off to him. But yeah, no, absolutely. That's major. And we have yeah. the tools, uh, the technology now to produce high quality stuff. And 
I think for for Christians, I mean, we want to see that infrastructure, right? We want to take advantage of that. We want to use that for the glory of God. We want to use those resources. We want to use that to get the gospel out there, to put Absolutely. hands and feet on it, to create new and exciting music uh, that's going to glorify God. So um, thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to transition a little bit to people. Uh, faith uh, faith o- often plays a significant role in an artist's life, right? Um, can you share up to maybe three, three uh, influential individuals who have helped you grow in your faith or express it through your music? Wow. Um, that's an easy question in some respects, and it's a difficult question <laughs> in, uh, in another way. But um, off top, I would I would say one would be uh, my pastor, uh, Jesse Gistand, uh, pastor of Grace Bible Church of Hayward. Shout out to him. Um, and the rest of my elders, I'm, I'm so thankful uh, for them. They've been very formidable um, in my life, uh, in my journey, which has been a long one, but it's been <laughs> it's been good. And I'm very thankful for their commitment and their faithfulness to preaching the Bible, <laughs> preaching wow. the truth of God's word day in and day out, caring uh, for God's people, which includes myself and all of the challenges that come along with that. So I would definitely say uh, my pastors. And then uh, one of my best friends, uh, Stephen, he was one of the ones that was with me uh, from the very beginning. Before I even, you know, before I experienced what I believe was my true conversion experience, uh, he was with me and he was um, an essential part of me coming to the truth of the gospel. Uh, He challenges me. Um, and uh, he's one that's faithful and, and he walks with me. And I would say um, thirdly would be my wife, my wife and my children definitely yes. <laughs> are formidable in, uh, in uh, how I live my faith out and express my faith. Uh, they're a huge tool of sanctification for me and uh, I love them so much. And uh, just if I could just focus on my wife a bit, she's so beautiful and uh, she she really helps me to be able to to look inward and see myself for who I am yes. and not to project or try to um, judge myself by other people's standards. Yeah. Right. Or the culture standards, right. whatever the case is. She continues to support me in everything that I do. And uh, she's my best friend. And I, I'm so thankful for her being in my life. So, yeah, man, that's incredible. And, yeah. you know, all those things are just means of grace that God has blessed us with, right? I mean, absolutely. Uh, uh, pastors, elders who are faithfully pouring into you, faithfully preaching the word to produce something beautiful, right? And God glorifying in you. Right. Uh, when you have that friend that uh, sticks closer than a brother that is there to sharpen you and encourage you, um, our wives are, oh my goodness. I can't, yeah. I, that could be a whole other podcast. <laughs> right. We may have to, <laughs> <laughs> we might have to run that one back on just that topic alone. Our wives, our children. It's so, yeah. Valentine's uh, day is coming up. So, you know, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I like that. We might have to uh, bring them back. Maybe bring them back both on the show for Valentine's day. Oh, that would be sweet. That would be a good one. So we're going to put that one in the queue. That's, that's a great idea. Cause there's that, like I said, that's, that's a whole episode in and of itself. God has done amazing things. I know for you through your wife and I can say the same for me as well and our children we both have um big families so yeah we're yeah. gonna we're gonna put that one in the queue i like that idea yeah i would just say one thing too uh just relative to uh, my elders uh, in preaching uh, a lot of a lot of the songs that i've written over the years they've been written while i'm sitting in the pew 
Wow. I mean, it's just amazing how the Lord just inspires, you know, the thoughts about um, what you're hearing when you're wow. under the preaching of sound doctrine yes. and immediately, you know, your soul just feels this impulse that, oh, oh this, whatever was articulated was articulated in such a, a cogent way, such a powerful way that you say, oh, this must be a song, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, uh, man, and that happens too, just in, in the context of my home with my wife and my kids, they'll say something or they'll do something and it just causes me to just reflect and the Lord begins to use that to help me think about um, something that I want to begin pinning down, you know, um, and my kids even help me with with writing. So which is really cool. So but anyway, that, yeah. that is awesome. And I hope that gets people um, excited about this music that's coming out, because you're not just oh, yeah. hearing uh, Michael Peterson, Jr., so to speak. But you're hearing um, some of his pastors, some of his elders, some of his children for sure coming out through his music uh, and this journey. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about that because. A lot of people don't know about the raw emotion and the the work that it takes to produce music and songwriting, the meditation, um, the skill. And when you know the backstory, I think it gives you a much deeper appreciation because I, I can guarantee you if we just handed someone your record right now and they didn't hear this conversation, mm-hmm. right? It would, right. It, would, it would impact them differently. But hearing this conversation and then going to listen to the music helps bridge that gap. And so the song then becomes bigger in a way. The music becomes more potent because this is really about what God has done in the life of Michael Peterson Jr., right? Right, right. Um, I don't think we plan to do this, but I think this is a cool little plug uh, for the listening party. I'm I'm planning a listening party for the album, and that's going to be on Thursday, February 8th. So I'll give you more information about that. And uh, maybe you can share it with your audience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that would be really cool. Um, people can, if they're on social media, uh, YouTube, Facebook, then they should be able to find it. And um, yes. we'll also have it on my YouTube page, my Facebook page, so that uh, people can listen to it after the fact. But uh, I'm really looking forward to that opportunity because I'll, it will give me a chance to be able to tell some of those backstories. Yes. And uh, share some of the inspiration behind the music. So. Yeah, I'm excited. We're going to put that information. We'll put that in the uh, description for this podcast, too. So it'll be accessible to the listeners uh, where they'll be able to click click a hyperlink and uh, get the information that they need in there. So that'll be great. Um, now, every every journey has its challenges. Every journey has its challenges. Could you highlight one or two of the biggest challenges you've faced and the lessons you've learned from them? Wow. Yes, I would say uh, a continual challenge is time management. And this is a good challenge. It's a good challenge when you have priorities, you know, when your life is is ordered by principles. Yes. And so but it is a challenge nonetheless. And just negotiating time uh, that I can dedicate to doing music because it is a passion. And I do believe it's a calling and a gift. Um, I have to in, be very intentional about that because I have a lot of other priorities. I'm, I'm a father. I'm a husband. Right. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a minister. Um, and so there are different things that I have to give my time to. And so over the years, that's been something that I've continued to have to um, adjust to um, as my life changes and there's more responsibilities and different things that's put on my plate. <laughs> yeah. I have to figure out how I'm going to squeeze in music. <laughs> so it's a lot of burning the midnight oil, it's, you know, and staying up very late yes. um, to get things done Absolutely. Uh, music wise. And uh, here and there when I can find time, figure out how I'm going to develop 
you know, a more business oriented mindset being organized. And uh, again, it's about relationships as well, because those relationships definitely help uh, to take some of the things, you know, off my plate. So I would say time management is just really huge. The other one of the biggest challenges is learning how to integrate. Mm. So this year for me and my family, our theme, uh, so to speak, is integration. Like we, we really want to learn how to take everything that God has given us around us and not just appreciate them for what they are individually and distinctively, but see how we can actually do more and increase our ability to be able to accomplish things and serve the Lord and his people faithfully. Yes. And the best way to do that is to integrate, to integrate um, resources, to integrate uh, relationships that God has given you in order to accomplish what you're going to accomplish. So you're not doing things on your own or just kind of stuck with the problem of multitasking all the time with so much, you know, that you can't manage. And so that is really a huge piece to uh, music creation is learning how to integrate and technology is helpful for that. Yes. Relationships are helpful for that. Um, And if you don't have those, do your research because if you don't, you're stuck with trying to do everything yourself. Right. And it's just really hard as an independent artist, especially if you don't have, you know, the money, the budget to do it. Yes, sir. So I had to really learn how to buckle down, yeah. find good resources, and then integrate those into my process of not just writing, but also producing music. That's major. Um, I think huge, a lot huge. of people um, going back, I want to touch back on the time management thing. A lot of people were all busy. We're all thin, but uh, there has to be sacrifice somewhere. Right. right. Yeah. And I think in the midst of creating, in the midst of getting up early or, or, or burning the midnight oil, I mean, rest is important, yes. But we, we also have to understand that uh, we're going to give somewhere, right? So if we fail to do something today, it's something that's not going to get accomplished tomorrow. But like you said, if you uh, are intentional and you're not forsaking your primary responsibilities, but you know you got to push just a little bit harder right. in order to produce something beautiful, um, you know, produce an album, produce uh, uh, a record that um, that's going to be the fruit of those labors. Right. right. And that right. is that is incredible. Right. Like you get to see that. And once it's there, it's it's done and it's it can do its work. Right. It can minister to people, um, not just on the February 24th when you release your party, but Lord willing for generations to come it can minister to your children to your grandchildren right? absolutely um, and so those sacrifices are major right and there is there is an order to that but um, I think a lot of people get discouraged because they're like oh I need my sleep I need to wake up but you know we tend to invest our time and energy into things that we find valuable and so you have to be able to look beyond that little bit of lost sleep uh, that little bit of lost time uh, if it's something that God has called you to do, if God is giving you this gift and this vision, um, you really have to be willing to make those sacrifices to bring it to fruition. Right. It's anything. Absolutely. It's going to take work. It's going to take some sacrifice to do something beautiful. And I love the the other piece, the integration piece, um, how you mentioned tapping into your resources, including your family. Right. right. I think we right. all lack in that of just connecting with people, um, asking for help, involving our family in the process. I mean, that's, I mean, it's wonderful that you involve your kids get to see you go through this process, right? right? That is, that is ministering to them. That is in part discipleship is not just 
telling them, but actually watching their dad do it. So uh, that's major. You, you also can't um, ignore the fruit that's just going to be bored from you going through the process. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so thankful for uh, just the uh, the school of hard knocks, you know, where you're really trying to, you know, learn the ropes on um, on how to, you know, do what you want to do. And for me, and that's that's producing music uh, to the glory of God. And I'm I'm wanting to hone my craft and get better at it. And I'm praying that the Lord will continue to increase my ability to do that so that uh, moving forward, more music can be produced uh, for the church to enjoy and, and worship our great God, you know, through that. So. Yeah, I'm excited. This next one, hopefully, uh, is uh, not too crazy of a question, but a very practical one. For those aspiring musicians out there, what advice would you give them in one or two sentences as they pursue their passion? Yeah, uh, I would say keep it simple and be consistent. You got to keep it simple. You can't be all over the place. You need to be focused on what it is that you want to do and accomplish and to that end, if you want to get there, you have to be consistent, right? Because now you got to embrace a process from getting from where you are to where you want to be. Yeah. And so I would just want to encourage everybody, um, hone in your craft, you know, uh, pray, definitely pray, ask the Lord to, to help you, give you wisdom on how you approach moving forward, doing what you're um, inspired to do, and then share it with the people that are around you. Um, because what I found in the way of resources, I learned that your greatest resource is going to be the people of God. Right? Wow. Right. Wow. Your source is God himself, but your resource is his people. And I had to learn that that takes humility. But when you can tap into the community that God has given you uh, to be able to help support you and encourage you along the way, um, it does so much for, for you in the process because there'll be times where you feel discouraged yeah, uh, where you feel overwhelmed. And uh, again, when you look to your left and your right and you see your brother and your sister in Christ, you know, right there supporting you and asking yes. you, hey, what you know, when's when's the music coming and and when are we doing this and can I help or what do you need? Uh, man, it it really does encourage you to, you know, to keep moving forward. So, that is yeah. huge. I hope uh, I hope our listeners can really appreciate the potency of the body. Right, the potency of having other believers coming behind you, rallying and supporting you so that you can go out there and let your light shine. And you're, you're 100 percent right. The, the people of God are such a valuable resource. Sometimes I sit there and I literally think to myself, if the church only knew her power, right, mm, if yes. she only knew her power to truly be that shining city upon a hill to go out there and produce beautiful music, right, beautiful art, uh, and really truly be a light to the culture. The way we we do things, um, if done properly, right, they are um, chiefly to glorify God, right, and to build one another up in that glory. And uh, when that's done in every aspect of your life, that should produce something beautiful in the culture. Absolutely. Right. Uh, so man, that's a, that is a, that was a major giveaway. Y'all should write that one down. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Take notes, y'all. Take notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to keep going before we wrap up. Um, where can our listeners find you? How can they support your music and upcoming projects? Uh, that's really easy. Uh, one stop shop. You can uh, check out my website. It's uh, Michael Peterson Jr. dot com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-P-E-T-E-R-S-O-N-J-R 
com, michaelpetersonjr.com. That's where um, you can find everything uh, from uh, if you want to connect with me on social media, if you want to listen to my music or purchase. And then also there is a link to RSVP for the February 24th event. So please come out. It's a free event. Um, we're inviting everybody. Invite everybody you know, <laughs> uh, your friends, your family, your yes. loved ones, your enemies. Uh, invite them all. <laughs> Bring them all. Um, it's going to be a great night of not just singing and music, but exhortation of God's word. And we want to be very intentional, evangelical, and uh, ultimately worship um, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and with the with that theme of worshiping in spirit and in truth, I'm praying that that'll be a wonderful experience for everybody that that shows up. So please come out and support. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, please please support this man. Uh, please support this ministry. Uh, we will we will provide that information again in the episode description, so you can get on there. You can listen to music. You can purchase product, and mo- most importantly, you can come uh, to the show. And Lord willing, maybe even a listening party. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, I'm excited. This, this is going to be major. Um, now, as we get ready to wrap up here, um, this is really a freebie. Uh, I'm going to let you have the last uh, last question or word before I, I get us out of here. Is there any advice that you would like to share with uh, the people of God or how do you want to use your, your gift to impact, uh, inspire others? Uh, it, it's really up to you. Okay. Wow. Uh, that's a cool little freebie. I'll just, I'll give you my, my personal, uh, motto that the Lord gave me. And, uh, I just think about this from, from time to time, uh, that I was created by him to create for him. Right. It's very, very simple bars. I believe that's true for all of us, right? We're created by him to create for him. And so it's essentially saying it's, it's understanding where we've come from and, and why we exist. It is chiefly to glorify God. Right. Yeah. But how are we doing that? It's through the totality of our life. And in particular, God has given us gifts and various beautiful gifts of creativity. Yes. Like music, um, being able to, to write and to sing or play an instrument, um, or create an, a, a work of art. And so I want to use that maximally to glorify Christ. And I'm praying that what I do inspires others to do the same thing. So for those of you that hear this, understand why you were created, who you were created by, and 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 uh seek to know him. Yes. And as you come to know God who has created you, um he will reveal to you um in a better and more clear way why he's created you and give you wisdom and, and practical instruction and ways to be able to use, yes. you know, the gifts that he's given you. Right. And, uh, that's just been such a joy over the years, not to be aimless in what I'm doing, but to know that everything that I'm doing with what I j- enjoy to do, <laughs> right? right. Uh, what, what I enjoy doing, I get to do it uh, for my God and know that he's pleased with it. So, Man, yeah, that yeah. is major. And, and the Great thing feeling. I love about that is it's so applicable to anything that you do everything that we do it, it, do, it, <laughs> it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you're a painter it doesn't matter if you're yep. a nurse if you run track like you can do all those things in a way that brings god glory and causes people to see the glory of god through you and your testimony and, yeah. how, and how you do that right and that is just a major disconnect that we constantly see in the church is that the faith is is just within those four walls on sunday but then when we go out into the culture throughout the week right we we hide it under a bushel right uh, and you can let your light shine by thinking biblically about everything. It right. doesn't matter if you're a chef. It doesn't matter. God is in all of it. He's Lord over all of it. Right. And he has placed you there for a reason uh, to make his name 
known and great. So, uh, man, I really appreciate you coming out here um, to do this episode. Um, my first guest, which is awesome. I am excited. Please, please, please uh, support uh, Michael Peterson Jr. Go check out the music. Um, go to uh, the listening party to the show on the 24th. Again, we'll have that information in the uh, description for you. And as always, may your coffee or tea <laughs> be strong and your faith unwavering. This is Coffee Christ Culture. Until next time, be faithful, be fearless.